Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Screening Club podcast. We talk all about the media that you love. Jeff here, as always, with my two associates. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Hello, hello. You had a good week? Of course. How about you, Jeff? It, it was good. It was good. Lots of... Uh, the hot one. And a hot one, yeah. I did spend some time outside. I was writing a song outside. Is that where you get your best in- inspiration? I don't often write a song out outside, but went out there with an acoustic, drumming around. You know, anything good? Uh, yeah. I, you know, of course, I, I, I can't share any specifics uh, legally, but I, I, I can tell you that I did. Uh, I, I did have a have a couple good good tunes. Really, I was I was I was I was going for I'll just say chilled back summer tunes. Well said. Like a Miley Cyrus, <laughs> like a summer jam. That one Miley Cyrus song, "Hop Off the Plane at LAX," like that one. Yeah, I actually really like. Uh, my favorite My- Miley Cyrus song is not "Wrecking Ball," but the other uh, "We Can't Stop." You guys know that one? She's sure. got some good tunes. She's got a great beat. Yeah. We Can't Stop, just nice piano. I don't like, I don't like her new, new song. Uh, is it's that called, like a ballad? It's either called like a Malibu or... I did listen to that and I was a little confused. I'm not yeah. into that one. But she's she's good. Thank you, Miley. Uh, what are you guys up, up to this week? Enjoying the weather, as you mentioned, Chris? Enjoying the weather. Just working like a dog. Yeah. Lots of breaking news this week. <laughs> Yeah, I knew, I, now whenever I see breaking news, I'm gonna think about my good friend and he has to deal with that. I was called in yesterday for some breaking news. Wow. Yeah, incident in down in DC. You're like a fireman, you have to. <laughs> when the news hits, you gotta jump down the pole. Oh, and, and, and there's a phone. lot of shit going on, man. But like, so they have to wait until you come in to to break the news? No, no, no. They just <laughs> they were they could use some extra hands, so they oh, had okay. me come in a little earlier okay. than, than I was supposed to. Oh, all right, okay. When there's a lot of shit going on, they have a lot of stuff cut in house, um, as opposed to out in the field. They can't. Yeah, um, okay. So yeah, sorry. Interesting. And I'll, a busy one. Noah, I'll I'll shout out this. I myself am launching a new podcast on Monday. My yeah. my music pod podcast. This will be edited out, Noah. And this will be advertisements. Uh, this, no, it won't be edited out. Come on. All right, the listener will see. Um. But uh, yeah, if you want to check that out, it's called Music Business Lounge. Any of you musicians out there, go and check it out. We have uh, some cool interviews lined up. I'll just you know do a couple name drops. We got Taylor Swift Met Manager Rick Barker on the first episode. We're pretty uh, pretty cool cool lineup, uh, and uh, and I'll, uh, I'll share more of that. Couldn't go all the way for for Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, that's next. It's the Music Business Lounge. Sure, she have side. some some stories to share. <laughs> All right, so this is easier to cut. We'll do three, two, one. <laughs> no, just joking. Just actually, joking. Rick is a wealth of information and shared some great Taylor Swift Swift stories, which I won't share here because just go and go and listen. It's good. Oh, you've already done the interview. Yeah, oh. this is in the bag. We're just releasing. This it is on, behind the scenes on Monday. This is but but behind the scenes info. Yeah, but yeah. Think, go and check it out. Music Business Lounge. I think this weekend I'm going to try to see the Mummy. Ooh. Now, Noah, I've been a little bit confused about the Mummy. This is the same movie that was the Brendan Fraser movie, right? It's a reboot. I don't think is there any 
correlation connection. I think just the name. It's just they just share a name and probably a a studio. Yeah, I can't believe Tom Cruise is doing that. that well, this movie, this movie apparently he had extreme control over the like creative control, as he often does, which is part <laughs> I guess is part of why it's bad. I'm I'm hearing, but also this is to kick off the new. Like they're trying to make a whole movie. It's called the Dark Universe. The dark Universe of all the the uh, Universal monsters. So yeah, you could probably do a full hour on the, the career and life of Tom Cruise. Got some highs and some lows, man. Uh, just a great actor, though. Go oh on. yeah, sure. Great actor who uh, many have argued has lost his way over the last decade or so, well, as, no, as far yeah. as a movie star, as far as his movie star, you know, uh, credentials. Yeah, picking go. Sure. You can pick any movie. That he's one where you're really though I mean, I, I know you're probably also commenting on like the quality of his movies too, but yes. I really when I go in have to separate the the man from the art when when I go mm-hmm. go in because he's that's generous just of you art. So weird. <laughs> what? But that's generous to call his, his <laughs> latest uh, work art. But when he's good, that's part of his charm though, is he's able to do that. He's... Oh yeah, he is so Captivating on yeah. screen when he's when he's doing a good movie. I mean, I just feel like the mummy. Like I, I just feel like it's not Tom Cruise type thing. Like right when I saw he he was in it, I, I just said to myself like, is is this a mistake? What is going like? Is this like a different movie? But it was that, it, it was that. But yeah. So Chris, why? We'll see. Well, you know, when something's so bad, oh. sometimes you just gotta see it for yourself. Speaking of seeing a movie. I did have a movie theater story that I wanted to share with with you guys. I okay. know we all see a lot of movies. I have, like in my mind, like like the top five like all time movie theater stories. So not like actually seeing the movie, but like stuff that occurred to me. You guys, you know, might remember things like you know, guy that was on Facetime with his wife during the movie, Facetiming the movie to her, like that. That was a special one. Remember the guy sitting behind us during Jurassic World? Who, guy during guy during Dur- Dur- Jurassic World. Who prompted World. me to, to get up yeah. and, and sit like 10 rows in front of everyone. I, like moved. I didn't yeah. have the gall to do it, but Mike did. I applaud him One of the it. best decisions I've ever made. This, uh, this, story, this story takes place, uh, I guess, a couple of weeks back when I was um, seeing... Wonder Woman with my friends Jake and Steph. Shout out Jake and Steph. Um, we 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 arrived right as the movie was about to start. Uh, I think it was my fault, uh, but or maybe not. I think they they were coming from Boston. But anyway, we were like we walked in during the final com- coming attraction, and we sit down. You know. W- Wonder Woman again. Mm. So we we sit down. You know, we're we're in the back row. I like the back row. Get a nice view of, you know, no, no one's behind you like in the Jurassic World. Like you get a nice view if any you know any audience crazy shit is going on. You just, you're sort of above it all. So feature presentation, blah blah blah, blah and the movie starts. Uh, and it it starts up. It's sort of like. Has some like tropical music playing, and and the the credit font was like like a Hawaiian like font, and then I I turned to to my friend Steph and I said, 
something's up here. And then I thought to myself, like, is the Wonder Woman story like a like a Hawaii like she she comes from like Hawaii like it's gonna be like one of these like you know yeah what I imagine the new Spider Man movie or something's gonna be like like a modern girl just living in Hawaii and she becomes Wonder Woman. I didn't know anything, so I was like, okay. Uh, then we see it come come across Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> and everyone like it was silent. <laughs> And I think we all had a moment where it was like, oh, like, is is The Rock in this movie? That comes across Zac Efron, everyone. No, everyone groaning. No, everyone starts. The Zac Efron made everyone realize. Oh, what, <laughs> wait, you weren't. I assumed you were you went into the wrong theater. They played the wrong movie. They were playing the wrong movie. Wow. Everyone, everyone starts standing up. Like, oh, everyone's going, no, no. <laughs> everyone's standing up. People start streaming out. We started discussing in, in, in the back row. Should, should we go? And, and I said, we're clearly, you know, because we checked our ticket. We're in the correct theater. E- everyone's pissed. Uh, there it comes. No nice big Bay, Baywatch. In the background, uh, and then everyone's just streaming out. Everyone's streaming out. But I said, "There's no way. Like, how can they not just restart them? Like, they're they're not going to play the entire incorrect movie, right? Like, maybe though, if they had like a limited number of like film and they fucked up the schedule or something. Mm-hmm. But then it just stopped, <laughs> and uh, then they just straight into. To, to Wonder Woman, and then on the way out, we were all given free tickets. Wow. So for we're for watching, like, five minutes of, of, of Baywatch. That's, <laughs> glad the, that, I'm glad they righted the wrong. Sometimes yeah. I, I could see a theater just being like, oh, sorry, that, that's the end of that. Yeah. I was expecting that. Well, I was expecting not to get any, anything free, you know? Yeah. Like, a free movie just for in, enduring five minutes of how, Baywatch? How were those five minutes? Well... I'll tell you right now, not a lot went went down. Uh, the Rock was coming out of the ocean with his like little surf uh, buoy thing yeah. or whatever, and then a big Baywatch came in the background. I was I was barely watching because it was su- it was such a scene. Like ev- yeah. everyone was so pissed, but the the crowning moment for me was like The Rock came up and everyone was clearly like, you know, maybe may- maybe yeah. The Rock is is in Wonder Woman. But everyone put it together when Efron came came up, and it just turned into this mass exodus, and everyone like talking. And then a woman stood up and said, "This is Wonder Woman, right?" And they were like, "Because at that point, like, first of all, c- come on, like everyone's like talking and leaving. Do you really yeah. have to stand up and yell? It's 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 Wonder Woman." But anyway, we did watch Wonder Woman. Really enjoyed it. It was a good one. Sure. Um, loved seeing uh, our friend from House House of Cards. Right? She's she she played the yes Robin Wright. Oh, did do you not see it, Chris? Oh yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's there. I also learned that she was in Forrest Gump. Jenny. Jenny. It's also in the Princess Bride. She doesn't look look the same. Well, many years, twenty years ago, Tom Hanks certainly doesn't. Yeah, look but. The same. You know, she has long hair. I don't think I sh- I should be expected to just just know, you know. Eh, but she's yeah. a pretty big part of that movie. But I, yeah, um, but I thought she did a good job. She she should have more b- bigger roles. Yeah, I agree. She's great. She she's good. Yeah, 
And then I kept I kept saying to myself, man, she's like a scary warrior woman in this movie, but I think she's like scarier in House of Cards. Like <laughs> I'm more I, I'm more legitimately afraid of her in House of Cards. Well, she has a heart in Wonder Woman. That's true. A nurturing, <laughs> yeah. a nurturing side. It was really like I'm so only used to her being in House House of Cards. I, I was like, this is a little weird. Like she's like a a legendary w- warrior woman. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. Yeah. So um, that was my movie theater story. I also want to quickly toss out uh, a Tony up uh, update. Tony has agreed. This is breaking news. Speaking of breaking news, let's call Mike Mike in. <laughs> uh, Tony has agreed to. What's what, what's the term for someone that leads a roundtable? To moderate. Oh wow! Tony has agreed to moderate our Game of Thrones. Tony is not qualified table. to moderate a, a discussion of, of any kind. Says you. Well, a moderator is different. You know, s- someone who's a scholar in a subject doesn't necessarily make them a good moderator. Okay. Okay. Tony is is a great moderator. They all they all a moderator needs to be good at moderation is. To be fluent in the art of conversation. <laughs> I don't know about Tony. And Tony is fluent. I mean, in I, th- I see Tony as a good panelist, good commentator, good color commentator, moderator. <laughs> that scares me. No, I, I think Tony's better at like, you know, what did you think, Chris? Like Tony, yeah. like that's. <laughs> okay. I could see that, and he, and he won't won't be afraid to say, Mike. Shut it! Like, <laughs> you know he'll he'll tell us yeah, he'll, call us he'll quiet us down. Um, but yeah, so we'll, updates still to to come on that. But that I think is the the signing of the year as far as you know sports entertainment landing talent. We did it. We got him. It's true. And he's coming we in. Just have to figure out what the mic situation. <laughs> well, we can. He'll bring his own mic. <laughs> The moderator mic. We can do it at, at Tony's studio. We'll uh, we'll okay. we'll we'll do a mobile session, mm-hmm. or or we'll do it at the uh, news. When's when's yeah, the downtime? Let's do nope, it at the that news. Work. <laughs> when's the downtime though? No downtime. Come on. Twenty four seven, baby. There's some downtime in there. Sure. Eleven p.m. No, eleven p.m. Is, is news time. To record a uh, hour long four four person. Well, you gotta, you gotta it's sell a it. It's a Tony Rubolo led <laughs> roundtable. We'll we'll keep you you guys up updated. But uh, can you guys uh, give us your your thoughts on the most recent Better Call Saul? Better Call Saul, lead us off, Chris. This week it was a good episode, but I didn't like what happened. Saw the dark side. Saw Gooden. I know. I was like, I was pretty brutal. It was like. Like, why are you doing this, Saul? You're I have man. a special. You're a good man. I have a. I've always had a special sensitivity to seeing old people or or fat people like in pain, manipulated and in pain. <laughs> you know, just an emotional distress of any kind. I just get very. Where does I, that come? From? I just get very sad. I don't know. This makes me especially. It makes anyone sad. It's a metaphor. When anyone yeah. sees anyone being hurt in any way, it makes sure, me sad. Yeah. But when I see an old lady get hurt. Yeah, breaks my heart more than just hurt, like manipulated and ruined. Gas, like he gaslit this woman, like completely just manipulated her whole life for like a month to make everyone hate her and I turn on her, all of her friends. Definitely the darkest we we've seen. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy McGill. But uh, it's the classic 
gray area. There are no good characters. I mean, he's sure. he's. We've known from the beginning that he's this like. I mean, yeah, we have been guy. watching the, the the slow trajectory of a man on a on his path to, to losing his soul. But he did. He got his he got his moolah. And I mean, he is he is very close to completely selling it. In the name of of money. Yeah, and he got his money. money. money he money, got money. his money. That's pretty. He got a well. A good he's supposed to get. Who knows if something will prevent that from happening? Yeah, I was thinking like, did he? They, they show the scene of him doing the math. So I assume it all on the up and up. And then Howard was told him that he'd Oof. get his money. Big episode for Howard too. Yeah, he finally had to lay down the law. Something that's sort of always been on the. Um, periphery is the idea that that one day Howard would would have enough of Chuck. I mean, he's been wanting supposedly to, to get rid of him since the since the beginning of the series. He's finally finally had enough. Yeah. And and in doing so, he's made an enemy. You know what happens when the McGills and they're backed enemy? into a corner, man. They are resourceful. Yeah. Man, how funny was that when he opened up his when uh when Jimmy is asking her a shoe size? I cussed him opening up his trunk. <laughs> he has every like shoe size. thousands of dollars worth of shoes. It's no commitment to the con. <laughs> That's how you know you're a good con man when you're just totally committed. Yeah. What did you think of that that uh, ending though? Smash, smash. Of Kim, her Kim being man, all screwed up, brutal. Uh, yeah. I feel like there is a metaphor in there for th- for that car representing Jimmy. Interesting. Because earlier in the episode, the car gets stuck in that mud. And she has to push it out. Yep. And in doing so, the car almost like crashes into a wall right before she jumps in and, and stops. Mm-hmm. And then later in the episode, the car literally crashes yep. with her inside. And it's helping her get there, but it's also... I feel like that's something somewhere in sure. that in that yeah situation is a metaphor for for her and Jimmy's relationship. It's an astute which, observation, which is uh, really it. speaking of decay, I would say the relationship is at a very low point. Yeah, um, yeah. She, she's she's clearly taking on this added work, maybe as to serve as a distraction from the from the two of them. Yeah, to serve as to do something untethered to the drama of the McGill brothers, because I think a part of her feels like she didn't earn the uh, Mesa Verde yeah. case in the way that she has this one. So I think she's just she's working herself to death, just to distance her, distance herself from that as much as she can. And uh, doing so, she mm-hmm. got into a very violent car crash. Also, you got to think she's like she's has to have been lying to herself. There's no way Jimmy. Keeps up his side of the True, yeah. The money. She's just sort of been willing to, to look the other way. Legally. That, that's part of the distraction. Yeah. Two episodes left, right? No, it's finale. That was the finale? No, this upcoming okay. episode is yeah, the yeah. finale. Okay. Chris, what would you have done if you didn't realize that? That seems like it would be a world-changing, you know, perception change. I would have said that's a weird, like, place to leave the season. Because usually they do, like, these flash-forwards. They usually do that, save that for the premieres. Okay, yeah, you're right. But usually, uh, it, something, and it would, it would have been weird to leave it on such like a 
Oh yeah, we, we also Sinister got uh, some a great scene with Mike and Lydia. Yep. Mike finally just sort of becoming officially intertwined with, with his his own name and personal information in yeah. the uh, Gus Fring Empire. Well, his whole thing is like zero risk for a minimum but right. earned reward. Right. And X this amount is fr- of, very limited amount of time. Yep. Um this amount of money laundered. And this is the, this he, is the first out, time but clearly he's not going anywhere. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one more episode. One more ep. What do you guys think's going to go down? But you you already know where where it's going, right? We know where one Well, yeah, we I mean we have a I think next week is going to be a big uh, connector of um, of dots with the whole Hector Salamanca yeah. business. I mean, he's, he has to get into that wheelchair, yeah. I, I would think, next week. And I think you were right that it is a placebo. Placebo, yeah. I think so. Which is smarter. It's untraceable. Yeah, untraceable. Wiser on the part of uh, uh, Macho. His hands are, are mostly clean. All he needs to do is get the pills. It's a it's bolder gambit too. It's true. It's something terrible. Like maybe he just gets sicker. But what what will him not taking his medicine result in? That's what he's waiting on. I know. <laughs> but don't don't you guys already know if if he died? He doesn't die. He gets he suffers a terrible stroke that renders in, him. In Breaking Bad, he's in a wheelchair, paralyzed, immobile. We don't know how. He got there. Yeah. And it it seems like we're leading to that. Well, it could be a stroke or it could be, I don't know, some weird gunshot wound that paralyzed him. But it would be so typical of this show to do something completely different than what we were expecting. Like conventional wisdom would tell us that he's going to suffer this stroke as a result of what Nacho's doing, but maybe it's it's something else entirely. Got you. Interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. See where it goes. You guys will definitely fill us in next week, right? Oh, yeah. Let's do a couple quick hits. Absolutely. How about some House of Cards? I have uh, advanced a bit. Not to the end, though. So have I. I'm only I'm about almost halfway. But you've only watched four episodes? Oh, yeah, I'm almost halfway. I think there's... Isn't there 13? I'm almost halfway. <laughs> I guess I'm... in that. You know, I'm almost halfway through watching uh, Breaking Bad, too. <laughs> one quarter of the first episode, yeah. Alright. All right, well, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was get, just trying to I roll guess with I you. agree. Um, um, oh, double M. Mm. Um, I, uh, I like it. I like it. There's definitely... It's pretty good. It's, yeah, it's pre- that's yeah. what I'd say. It's I, I made good. my piece last week. I'm not getting... I'm not feeling the momentum. Yeah, I... I don't really feel any. To me, it does seem like like a watered down version of previous seasons. Well, that's interesting that you say that because this is the first year without series creator, Bo Willimon, uh, mm. serving as the showrunner. He he left the show, so they mm. brought in two two newbies to to run it. And I think, well, I've always had my issues with the earlier seasons. I mean, it's obvious. I think the show takes a step back. I think like and I think that you can attribute some of that to the, to sure, this change. Sure. My yeah. main thing is that like <laughs> we are dealing like it doesn't feel like we're dealing with 
as big of stakes, but it's clear that we are because he can like, you know, openly declare war and kill people and all this crazy shit now because he's president. But it just doesn't feel like we're dealing with as big of stakes. Because he 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 can do whatever he wants, the snap of his fingers. Like there's no consequences to any of his actions. So yeah, it just feels so watered down. Yeah, it's like, but I mean, we're still wondering. Well, I don't want to ruin anything for Chris or anything else, I guess. But it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty amazing that it turns out to be a dream. I think uh, that's what that's what they've always theorized. That's that's been the the ongoing theory and uh, came true. But no, I think I still you know I love the show and love the character like him. I loved him. Actually, something the last episode I watched did shock me a little bit. I won't say what what it is because Chris only uh, about half halfway through. Yeah. Um he's uh he he probably hasn't gotten there. No, yeah. probably not. Uh, it's the episode that Frank shoots up the White House. <laughs> the second to last episode. Guys, such, was, such that goofballs. A, that was a shocking one. Uh, it's good. It's good. Do, does anyone know? Do, does Tony watch House of Cards? Do we know? Yeah, I think I'm going to say yes. Seems like a little bit of a Tony Tony's show. a TV buff. Yeah, Tony. Not very vocal about. But. You insulted his. Oh, well, like. What what did you insult about his his ability? His ability to I don't, I just helm say a round table. His his skills are best suited to uh, moderating moderating. <laughs> and what are those skills? How dare you! I said he'd be a great commentator, or or analyst of some kind. But uh, he watches a lot of TV. He does. We used to, back when we worked together, we would often talk about all the shows. Yeah, that's a good phrase. A TV buff. That's what he is. A TV buff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know when I'm going to watch the, the rest of it. I did. I sprinkled in a couple since last time we talked, I sort of want it to take me to, to game, to game of Thrones, but I, I only have, I think I have two left. I think. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So I'm, I guess like the opposite of being almost halfway, like, like oh, Chris almost right? done. Yeah. Almost done. Almost done. Two, two episodes left. Is to be oh, almost, almost done. halfway done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway done. Chris is almost half, halfway sense. done. I'm I'm halfway. Done. I put these two in a corner and they just make a weird joke. And now they act like now they act like they won the conversation. <laughs> um. All right, but yeah, de- definitely. Let's see. Uh, you know, as soon as we all finish, we'll we'll have a more in depth discussion because there's lots lots to be talked talked about there. How about Orange is, is the new black? Chris, what do you think? I haven't watched it. I know you haven't watched it. You're the only one. Right? I watched it though. I finished it today. Yeah. Yeah. As good as last season? No, it wasn't. Okay. It had some. It had its lumps. You know, it wasn't its best season by by a long shot. I would I would save that mm-hmm. for last season, season four, season two, even season one. So I'd put it closer to the season three camp. Um, but it still had some really great moments. And it may have exhausted the um, the flashback device. That's that, what I was going to ask. Do they, still, for? What? do they still do the character They flashbacks? do it, and it's not great. Yeah. Like, there were a couple that I enjoyed just because they were, they were entertaining, and they told us a little bit more about that character's past. But other times, it just feels like um, filler. Like, it's just yeah. sort of 
Like I, I it, it it's not clear to me why we're spending time with with this particular character. Um. Doing what they're doing, but. Um, and like I said, the season takes place uh, in the 36 hours, 36 to 48 hours following um, the inciting riot mm-hmm. of of from last season. So it's all follow from that, and their their negotiations with the the state of New York <laughs> um, to to hopefully bring it to a close because they have demands. Hostages, hostages, yada yada yada. Um, so I mean, it, there was a lot of cool drama that the series, chron- this season chronicles, um, and we got a lot of great characters um, come to the forefront. I would say the character of Tasty and the character of Gloria were were, were the two uh, standouts for me. Um, and yeah, I mean. The lead up to the the finale was was kind of rocky. I think there was mm-hmm. there was one there's one little arc in particular that I I quite hated, but uh, involving um the, the prison you know the big tall prison guard Piscatella. Yep, he does some shit that I thought kind of undermined just the entire show. Wow. <laughs> um, because it was sorry, I'm venting now. That's fine. So, something the show's always kind of struggled with is its mixing of um, comedy and drama. Yeah. Sometimes it will play something for like really broad comedic effect and it kind of doesn't play well alongside the more dramatic, the high drama of, of the moment. Um, and what they did with Piscatella, I thought veered so widely in that comedic, broad, broadly comedic side that just kind of man stupid okay but the finale was really good i'm definitely it made, it made it. me very weepy weepy wow mm. Mm. has it been greenlit for another season i think it's been greenlit for like three seasons Are two or three more flicks <laughs> and it leaves off in a place where i have no idea what they're gonna do next interesting good cliffhanger really good it leaves off at a really interesting place for every single character left in the show so it was it was definitely a success, um, but again, it had its 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 flaws. But nice, I enjoyed it. All right, very nice, Chris. How f- are, have you watched it at all? Not at all, but I will. About about ha- halfway done. <laughs> anyway, cool joke. Um, yeah. So I actually I, I'm usually the the one that's the the king of watching and discussing Veep. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch it. Sorry. This was a pretty big episode for Veep. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll we'll stray away from spoilers. Thank you. But or I can cover my ears. I'll give you I'll give you the elevator pitch of the episode, just the general, like okay. not what happened, but the general premise. Okay. Gary is. Remember when Gary had his heart attack? The heart problem. Oh, when they both went. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and Gary was like. Oh, if I survive this, will you come to my birthday? Yeah. Oh. His birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone takes a trip down to Gary's hometown. All, the, the the whole gang? Pretty much Most the whole, of them. Not the, uh, not the DC, like, not Jonah's crew, but the whole gang, pretty much. Oh, well, that, that would, seems like a I good I would say setting. once a season, they do, like, a 
spotlight episode on the relationship of Selena and Gary. Like they do a real <laughs> heavy examination into what all that's going on there. Yeah. And uh, that, that was this week. Um, so, I mean, if, if you love those two characters and that dynamic. It was good. And some uh, dramatic stuff that I wasn't thinking was going to happen. There was dramatic stuff? As close as Veep can ever get to dramatic stuff. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. Now, uh, I, I I do love it. No, no, what happened was two weeks ago, there there wasn't one, and it threw me yeah. off. Yeah. It threw me off, and then the next week, yep. I like I just spaced on it. Like I I had I I didn't think think about it until like well without the leftovers there to sort of buffer, yeah, <laughs> buffer it's the night. The ending yeah. of the leftovers left like a crater in your mind, and you yeah. just think. I mean, it kind of screwed with my routine. Like there's no leftovers, but I still have Veep and John Oliver to watch. I actually didn't watch uh, Silicon Valley. I also watch, and I didn't watch it this this week. Hmm. I, don't th- I, I heard it's pretty good this season. Yeah, I had it was yeah I I spaced on my on my normal comedy spaced it a uh, l- little bit of a crazy weekend all right you know it's a hot one out there I'll catch up it's a hot one it's a hot one um but uh, now now Chris this next uh, quick hit that you you wanted to uh, to include here when I saw when I saw this name. I was thinking you were talking about the FX show The Strand. That's not what it's called. Um, but what? is it called The Stand? You were thinking? Are you thinking The Strain? <laughs> the Strand. <laughs> I was so confused. You don't even watch it, do you? You're I correcting watched, me. I'll, I watched I'll season one. It. I watched season one. I stopped. I know what. The strain, you're you're absolutely right. The strain is one of these shows I forgot about because it just wasn't worth it. I mean, did, have have you guys ever? I think we reviewed it. Up? I think in the no, early episode, I watched. We talked about it. I didn't watch season three. So. I think we're yeah. I'm a year th- we just had season three, right? Yeah. So season three was just like this gift that popped up for me, a complete season three, uh, because I just didn't like care anymore. Mm-hmm. So you know, it just sort of popped up as, "Hey, I'm I'm not the best, but I'm I'm here for you." And uh, and I did. I'm not sure if I watched the whole thing. I think I that's you I think the that's the end. I think there's no more strain. Oh. I think it got canceled. Oh. I think the strain got canceled, right? No, it's coming back for its fourth and final. Season. Oh, that that was it. So I guess it was canceled. I think I did. I I made a couple comments on here think, while, while I was talking about. I think it, right? very early episodes. Watch the whole of season three, but anyway, uh, but that's not what I'm strain watching. Strain or strand? About this strand. is a this is a pre pre quick hit. Just a quick warning to everyone that I'm going to embark on watching the four part six hour miniseries from 1994, The Stand. Why? <laughs> based on why are you watching it? Based on the why are you talking about it? <laughs> Based on the epic Stephen King novel of the same name. Uh, now, there are significant connections between The Stand and the Dark Tower movie coming out, okay? But I don't want to spend 700 pages. I don't want to read a 700-page book just for basically like a little connection with Dark Tower, which I've already read like 2,000 pages of. So I'm going to watch this six-part mini, this four-part miniseries. 1994? 94. TV miniseries on CBS. That was before you were born. 
please. Also, I want to show Mike and Jeff this picture. That's a that's from the stand. Will you post this on on Instagram? Stephen King is an actor in this movie. Stephen King is in the stand. No. And so is Gary Sinise. Stephen King, bless his soul. Looks like he wrote the movie. I'm gonna blow everyone's mind. Real real quick. What are you gonna do? You know this man, Jamie Sheridan. Yeah, he was the VP on Homeland. Okay, well, this guy. Let me see him. Okay, we're looking at Jamie Ch- Sheridan. Everyone, I, I don't recognize him. That guy plays the same character that Matthew McConaughey plays in the Dark Tower movie. Oh, so I don't know the Dark Tower movie either, so I'm a well, little bit lost. Whatever. Anyway, I'm watching that next week. <laughs> I'll, I'll have at least episode one watched by next week. Well, that's... uh. That's all good, you know. We'll we'll be looking forward yeah. to to talking about. It. I want to take take a second and say. So, what are we? Is there anything new co- coming up? Of course, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else new coming up you that know, you guys are looking forward to? You you might have seen this, but um, because you didn't watch this episode of Veep. This this week's episode of Veep. Did you watch the trailer before it for the new show on HBO that's coming out? It's called like Room One Hundred Four. I don't think so. Do you maybe? I've, I've seen recently a maybe new from, trailer maybe for, for something, Silicon Valley or something. Yeah, it's a new show by the Duplass brothers, and it's a from what the trailer the trailer is really crazy. From what it looks like, it's all each episode is a vignette of something that happened in the same hotel room. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. That it seems really like it might get old fast. I do love those guys. I don't know. I'm, I'll I'll definitely check that out. I'm not even sure when it's coming out, but I assume really soon if the trailer. Yeah, I'm kind of drawing a blank on, on what's upcoming other than Game of Thrones. It's really all that's sort of been in my mind. We've been in a Netflix whirlwind. I know. Like, <laughs> so many to Sense8. I really want to watch American Gods. I've been so behind on that. Yeah, you both promised that you would watch Gotta it. Gotta catch up on Fargo. Yeah, oh, I haven't watched the most recent <laughs> Fargo either. I'm too behind on that. Oh. That's another one. Fargo I binge watch. I had my big reveal on Fargo where I didn't know it was the the same. Oh, I guess I wasn't surprised you didn't know that was oh Ginny from, from Forrest Gump. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, Haven't you, ever, like, they can put, okay, he was wearing a lot of makeup, so they could have put on makeup to make him look like the guy. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just going into the season that was, like, the big thing about that season. Like, Yeah, but I, okay, I, I remember this because... First of all, you guys know I didn't watch season two, right? Yeah. I remember season two, everyone being like, oh, special guys are in this or something. Like, I, I don't even know who's in special se- guys. Se- se- season two. Okay. So I understand that there is probably that hype of like, oh, the, the special man, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't even, like, I got into it, like, I, I guess, like a little bit after it started. I think it was episode three or whatever. Okay. So I'm I missed out. You know, I just went in without anything. Wait, you didn't watch the first two episodes? <laughs> no, I did. But no. I didn't get any he's of saying, the, he's the saying hype. He didn't watch any of the trailers yeah. or read up about the, read up about it. That that would may, maybe be a classic Jeff just skipping out on the two episodes. You know, skip skip right to mid midway through through <laughs> the not? season. Skip the first two two episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I uh, I've really been enjoying that too. We we should try to catch up and talk about that next next. Week. Yeah, I hope to be 
next week's the finale, so I hope to be caught up for that. Oh man, is it? Finale week next week of Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones, Fargo and Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Finale week of Game of Thrones is going to be... Ugh, I can't wait. We're a month away. Oh People. my gosh, it's going to be great. So, before we end here, uh, any thoughts going forward? What are we looking for this this week? Hoping the stand is going to be good. Or it was just all right. Well, if if the Strand is any... Uh... <laughs> so, you know, Strand is a character on, on Fear the Walking Dead. There's a character named Strand. Really? So when you first said that, when I was When are you like, going to update us on that show, Chris? I'm eventually going to watch that. I haven't been watching this new season. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Um... Was that just your your connection to uh, Strand? Thank I'm just you saying when when you said Strand, that's what I was originally was thinking. It was like, why is he making this reference to Fear <laughs> the Walking Dead character? But that's okay. I'll say. Oh, so before we end, where where can we find you guys on online? Twitter.com/slash/thatmorris, ScreenClub.com. Do we have an update on the Mike Twitter handle? No, still still wavering. Someone's going to snipe. Any idea you say? I know. No? Right, right now it's still at linguistics underscore on the Twitter. Not They're going to turn it to a Mike Lang par- parody account. <laughs> Not that bad. And, uh, okay, so that's linguistics underscore still right. on Twitter. Uh, you can find me, therealjeffmore.com. Also, uh, Jeffam, J-E-F-F-A-M on Twitter. Uh, and also, guys, got a shout out. Check out the uh, the Music Business Lounge podcast on uh, all uh, all podcast services. But until next week, please uh, reach out to us. We love reading your comments and thoughts. ScreeningClub at gmail.com. You can also check out more articles and insight on ScreeningClub.com. Um, check us out all social media. What the guys said, and then also Screening Club on uh, what on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Connect with us on there. And until next week. <laughs>